0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Unity and World Religions is a book by longtime Unity minister Paul John Roach that connects the dots between Unity teachings and the tenets of the world's religions. Get your copy today at unity.org slash worldreligions. Welcome to living with intention. I am April Wyatt, your wellness advocate, and I am so grateful that you're here today during our time together, we will explore ways to connect the mind, body, and spirit to allow growth from within and by utilizing my own intuition and experiences. I will guide you through a variety of techniques, which will assist you to bring you back to your true essence. Now I invite you to take a moment, set your intention with curiosity, opening your mind and heart to receive as you discover more about your own abilities for expansion. First of all, I want to welcome everyone back. Thank you so much for your time today, for investing in yourself, really. And as I've um, shared in the past, I bring together, I bring forward, actually, uh, wonderful people that I've had personal experiences with. And this person that I'm here today with to share with you is of no exception. Joseph Fox is a remarkable individual that I met years ago. And there was, again, this just this connection when I first met Joseph. And I knew that there was more. There was more to... Learn and to grow with this amazing individual. And Joseph Fox, uh, he is a great community support as he has worked with the nonprofit that I currently work with. He uh, supports the Des Moines community uh, with his wonderful skill sets and abilities. And so I will just let you introduce yourself, Joseph.
1: Well, first of all, I want to say thank you to my dear friend, April, for that lovely uh, brief introduction. Um, Yeah, my name is Joseph Fox, and I am a licensed mental health therapist uh, in the Des Moines area. And I specifically work out in the West Des Moines area. Um, at a private practice called 515 Therapy and Consulting. And I've been working uh, in the mental health field for about five years altogether. So as a mental health therapist, I offer individual therapy, as well as couples and relationship therapy, as well as family therapy. Um, I also uh, do in-person therapy services, as well as teletherapy services, which is virtual and online. So I, I definitely have flexibility with uh, the therapy services and how that looks.
0: Wonderful. So
1: and as April mentioned, I uh, I also was a wellness facilitator at a nonprofit organization called Project Iowa. Um, I worked there for about four to five years as well. And a um, uh, little bit about me. I am someone who has always been compelled to, to help others, uh, to be connected with others. Um, I encompass a lot of different approaches um, and styles uh, to what I do. Um, I consider myself a teacher, um, a friend, uh, a, a person. Um, somebody who really wants to make an impact in a very gentle kind of way, uh, in the world, um, and in the universe. And, uh, it was about 10 years ago that I, I felt compelled to, to get on this path, to get on this journey to where I'm at now. And, uh, which brought me to where I'm at now with, uh, being a mental health therapist. And, uh, it started, uh, in North Carolina, and uh, I, I started school out there once upon a time. Um, and I, I won't su- I won't supply all the details, but I will say that um, I'm a big believer in sort of the journey, the process, uh, and 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 landing, and where we're at in life. And uh, that was certainly the case for me. So I uh, I was kind of lost once upon a time. And then as I describe it, I was found and my journey began in North Carolina with figuring out, you know, kind of who I was and what I wanted to do with my life and with my career and with my path. And, uh, I really feel like my career with where I'm at now and my personal life have have blended, have converged. And I am in a place in my life where I am who I am through and through. Um, there's very little difference between myself as a, as a therapist and myself as a person. And I I practice the things I say and do in therapy as a therapist with others, as I do in my own uh, personal life. So I've studied psychology as part of my background. Uh, that was my, my bachelor's at Grandview University. Um, I had some Beautiful teachers and wonderful mentors that that helped me through through that process. And then I I arrived at Drake University um, and and got my masters of of counseling there. And um, I also had a wonderful experience while I was there. And I uh, gradually shifted into uh, practicing as a therapist. And I had the wonderful. Opportunity to work at a nonprofit organization called Youth and Shelter Services, uh, YSS, um, in Ames, Iowa. I worked there for about three, actually about four years. And then uh, that led me to where I'm at currently, um, at 515 Therapy and Consulting. So that's a little bit about myself um, in terms of my journey um, and this has been about about a 10 to 12 year process for me, all things told. But what I will say about when I had my awakening, um, it was a calling, it was a thrust, it was a pull from the universe to where I'm at now. And I am called, I, I believe, to help others in a, in a certain sense, find their path. Um, and I don't think that that is my my doing per se. But I also feel like I feel I'm called to have a a I'm 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 somebody that can be a play a role in that process. And it's, it's truly how I feel about that. And so I'm an open-minded uh, uh, thinker, and um, I've studied philosophy, Zen Buddhism all kinds of different techniques, approaches with, with psychotherapy counseling. I, I read vast amounts of stuff, literary works, um, ancient works. I'm very eclectic. I guess you could say as the fancy word for it, I'm very multifaceted in how I approach life and the world and my own life. And uh, you know, I, I, well, the one thing I'll say is I'm very interested in hearing about people's life stories and we all are walking stories is how I look at people. And I'm very curious. I'm very into the mystery of, of life and and who people are and how they, how they are, how they get to where they're at. And not only that, but how maybe they can get to where they ultimately want to be. Um, and part of that is just listening and surrendering and, being who you're called to be, and uh, I'm very, very fascinated and interested in that, so that's a little bit about me and kind of how I view life.
0: Yeah, thank you, Joseph. Um, You know, just as you're sharing about you and your experiences, as you say, you know, you are just as curious about others, and you have the ability, you have this, this presence about you when you are with someone and you are listening, it's, it's very authentic. You just have this authentic ability to be able to meet people where they're at and see them <laughs> for who they are. hmm and that's what I so um, love about you and, and your presence. Mm-hmm. And so, as you you shared a little bit about um, your awakening, uh, this this learning to navigate, you know, your internal landscape of of all these these components that make up us. You know, mm-hmm. do you do you have um, some tools or techniques that you've used Uh, maybe you could give an example of of what you've done and then maybe how uh, our listeners could possibly apply that in their lives
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah yeah so i'm um i'm of the school of um mindfulness basically um and for our listeners that may or may not understand mindfulness, there's a lot to it, but in short, it's 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 a non judgmental non judgmental awareness of the here and now, um, and just being totally fully present um, in the here and now. And so, um, something I practice with myself, and something I certainly offer uh, folks that I work with is uh, the opportunity to slow down. Um, uh, it's my opinion that we live kind of in a world and in a society in which it's very busy, it's hectic, it's frenetic, it's sort of chaotic at times. And so I think there's tremendous value in learning how to slow down and to be here and now, and to not be not being swept away by either thoughts for the past or thinking too much about the future. Um, And uh, so with that being, being said, mindfulness is certainly, what that boils down to. And so mindfulness is, you know, some of the practices I recommend are, are breathing uh, four square breathing, where you breathe in, hold, and then breathe out, hold. And it's a continuous cycle. Um, I'm also a big believer in walking and bodily movement and connecting back to our bodies. So walking is not generally done in a really fast pace, although it can be, but walking allows us to be in our bodies, but also it helps kind of cleanse the mind and it helps kind of sort those jumbled monkey-minded thoughts, so to speak. Um, It helps kind of reset our breath. Um, We can feel our heartbeats when we do that. And it just kind of is a nice natural reset. And I don't think in my opinion, we do enough to really think about what walking and just general body movement does for us. Um, and, and with that, like there's a, there is a connection between our minds and our bodies. And I I think, uh, those of us that work in the field or those of us that work in the medical field, even I think we in general, and this is my opinion, but I, I find it to be true more often than not that, we need to collectively do a better job at recognizing uh, that link, how strong that link is between mind, body, and spirit, for that matter. And if our minds are healthy, our bodies typically tend to be healthier and vice versa. And so it's really a full full alignment or a mutual alignment between those, those three things, really, mind, body, and spirit. And that's really fundamentally what I focus on. And so, you know, for myself, it's, it's doing these things, it's getting out there. It's also just getting back to myself. You know, sometimes I am uh, guilty or, you know, imperfect when it comes to getting too fast or getting too caught up or getting too far away from, from myself. And so I need to come back to myself. Um, and sometimes that even happens um, as a therapist. Uh, sometimes I, I I have to remind myself to just be still, to just be present with with the client or clients that I'm working with. So um, and to practice that and to be that and and to have others recognize that from you. Because when you're fully present, I think that's contagious and other people respond to that. And, and I think that in and of itself is creating space um, and that sacred space for things in therapy or things in just relationship and connection with others to happen and flourish. So I think that's where the beauty of human relationships is, is when we're totally present and we just allow ourselves to be with others to be with them and meet them where they're at right here right now and everything else past present or past and future can get kind of pushed pushed away we're right here right now always
0: most definitely and and as i've shared in the past um you know we're all energy yeah and so by holding that beautiful space as you described joseph uh it just really being still allows others to open because then you're in that space of non-judgmental you you're creating that safety and for others to feel that they can um, you know expand that it, that it's safe and that they know that uh, you know they will be met with compassion. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. 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 Absolutely. And I, I I will just say something to that a little bit that, you know, one of my all time favorite uh, professors at Drake university um, once said that the art of therapy is the art of listening for what's not being said. And, Mm And so when I when I think about that, not only as a therapist, but just as a person, I mean, we really truly are communicating all the time, whether or not we're actually speaking or actually using words. We are all the time always sort of communicating in some way. And so why that matters in therapy, per se, is that people people often are not maybe ready to say what they want to say or they don't know how to say what they want to say and really the magic of therapy to your point and to what we're talking about is meeting people where they're at creating that safe sacred space uh to know that they can they can they can open they can expand and if and if i feel as if as a therapist and as a person if i have i've Sort of shine the light on myself, or done some of the heavy lifting and some of the work on myself, which we might get to here in a second. I feel like if I can be that with myself, that that sort of gives them the green light to feel comfortable and safe and secure and all those kinds of things to be able to to open up to. And really, you know, there's plenty of evidence that suggests that. Really, the most important thing as a therapist and in a therapeutic relationship is trust, and is that safety and security. And if you if you don't really have that in therapy or in that relationship, it's really hard to see the the positive results from therapy. So, through and through, the most important thing in in the relationship between. Or, or one of the more, uh, telling signs of progress with a client is how comfortable and safe and ultimately how trusting is the client with the therapist. So that really is the most important, most fundamental thing to, um, uh, tap into as a therapist or to be cogniz- cognizant of as a therapist is establishing that. And, uh, really it comes from being authentic and being yourself and and clients are typically pretty good at sniffing that out too so
0: <laughs> i'm sure they are <laughs> yeah yes i think most definitely everyone is i mean we can feel that when we uh, approach a person for the first time or walk into a room again it's that energy it's us connecting to the <clears throat> to others and being able to feel is this safe? Is this person trustworthy? And also, you know, with trauma, uh, we've all ex- has it, have experienced trauma in our lives and mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. even heightens that even more so mm-hmm. of how can we trust, how can we, um, just loosen the armor that we have created
1: mm-hmm. for
0: protection Mm -hmm. and so because it's kind of scary we get outside of ourselves being in the mind so much not being Mm in the body because most of us have experienced traumatic events where the body is not safe or something's happened and so then that creates that disconnect so as you're sharing that uh, about this space and uh, the energies it just reminds me of 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 that. so it's it's very challenging for all of us to really be in a space to even dive into those internal landscapes, to uh, approach it and learn how to navigate through those deeper recesses that we have within ourselves. Yeah, so just as you shared, Joseph, it's, it's about learning to navigate that internal landscape that we have. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's some pretty dark or deep recesses in there, and it can be kind of scary uh, to go there. And so what's wonderful is that there are people such as you that are there to help others. I believe, and I know from my own experience, a healer can only heal as deep as they've healed themselves. Mm -hmm. And so you working through your own internal landscape, can you just give us just a little glimpse of what that looked like for you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, you know, um, and to, to, be, to be honest with, with everybody, I've, I've recently begun that hard work, uh, what might be called shadow work. Um, and shadow work is essentially identifying and working on areas, processing areas related to yourself, your deepest self, your highest self, the, the you behind the you. Or uh, the more the the authentic you, if you want to call it that, um, and it's really getting into those parts of yourself that you don't maybe want to recognize or acknowledge, or you might not be, you might not feel ready at this time to to shine light on those areas. And so we all have a shadow side or a shadow self, and uh, for me uh working on that has it's been a process um i i no different than anybody else i you know um the one thing i'll tell the tell the audience is that as a therapist i i remind myself and i remind people i work with i'm I'm a human too and um you know i go through things just like anybody else and so Recently, within the last handful of months, I've, I've really delved into, into my shadow work. And so what that entails is acknowledging past losses in my own personal life of significant people, uh, my parents, uh, my grandfather, who was a significant uh, person in my life, uh, my ultimate hero, um, and... You know, I, I put together what I call a trauma timeline, um, and this is something that I've, I'm have i still working on, it's ongoing, but I've actually wrote down events from my life, things that I can pinpoint or go back to throughout my lifespan and, and hone in on and focus in on, and, and that I would consider to be pivotal events or things that have kind of been Movers and shakers within my own life that have impacted my life. Um, and not only, I think, in negative ways, but also just in life altering kind of ways. Um, and this is something I go back to a lot. You know, were these things that were unnecessary uh, to happen or to occur in my life? Or were they things that maybe actually? kind of happened in the way they happened to maybe position me in my life to be where I'm at. Um, And I, I kind of tend to lean towards the latter with that. I think that as difficult or as challenging or as hard as some of these things, these events, these losses, these griefs, these traumas have been to go through, I think they've actually been necessary and actually part of the bigger design a bigger plan the universe's sort of way of working its magic to have me arrive at where I'm at and and as part of my calling I think as a as a therapist and as a healer uh and one of the beauties of of kind of being where I'm at in life right now um and uh you know I turned 40 in November I feel like I'm kind of in that mid mid midway point in my life to where um You know, like things are, I'm looking back at my past a little bit, but I'm also looking about, I'm looking at the future a little bit. And the the beauty of this is like, that I know that everything that I've gone through has in some way shaped me and informed me of who I am today and where I, where I probably going to have a big way and, or a big impact in terms of where I'm going to be someday too. And so I am making peace with things that are difficult and hard and, and that sort of thing. But I'm also shining light on those things, too, because I think they're even though those things were traumatic and difficult, they may be beautiful at the same time. And I'm, I'm tending to try to look at those things as beautiful things um, instead of just getting stuck maybe on me the trauma of them or the darkness of them, or, you know, some of the more negative aspects to them. So.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, Joseph, for sharing that. That's a lot of rich, just a really, really good way to approach it. And what I hear you saying is with acceptance of these darker shadowy areas that allows us to shift from being wounded to uh, really appreciating like accepting that what happened and then that becomes an experience you can see it more as an experience and then it continues into wisdom it's like wisdom to share with each other, and that's how we connect deeply with each other. We're human beings, and this is what creates that connection is being vulnerable, being transparent, and, and allowing others to view our scars, to view those darker sides of ourselves, and then that's when we we can witness each other as humans. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, absolutely. I could could not cannot could say that any better. I, I will say that being human is learning how to be vulnerable, and I think there's a lot of awesomeness that comes with being able to acknowledge uh, some of those darker, more shadow shadowy parts of self, and uh, being vulnerable, being open, uh, being honest with yourself about the your life experiences and not, you know, sometimes we, we, we try to run away or distract ourselves or do everything, but basically, um, you know, acknowledge those parts of ourselves and we, we really kind of get far out with it sometimes even. And I, I'm of the mindset that those, the shadow or the shadowy parts of self are here to be reckoned with. And until we really embrace those, we, we can't really fully heal.
0: Yes. And, and then that invites that pause. As you started out saying, you know, just that being still being present and, Mm -hmm. and being able to witness those parts of you. And I want everybody here to know that, there are amazing people such as Joseph that can help you navigate that internal landscape that that walk with you on that path. Uh, and so I just want to ask you, Joseph. I mean, you've just expanded so much since I first met you. And I just want to see what's next for you? What what what's what's going to continue with your expansion?
1: Oh, well, I, I have, I have some big time ideas and you can hear a cat in the background. (laughs) My apologies. I promise you the cat is okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, much like yourself. I, I think I've got my own podcast adventures here in the future. That would be Um,
0: amazing.
1: Thank you. Yes. I, I really want to, to expand in that way. I feel like, uh, you know, my throat chakra to use Reiki language, uh, I feel like my voice wants to be heard more or or the universe wants me to get my voice out more about my own wisdom and my own path and my own journey and to help reach out to others in that kind of way and connect with others. Um, I truly feel like my soul is, is, is uh is moving westward as i as i look at it um i i'm a person that that truly fundamentally believes i will arrive in, um, on the west coast um in california um at some point that is that's my goal but i also feel like that's that's um that's almost i mean it's meant to be as far as i can tell so i will probably eventually be in california someday Practicing as a therapist, maybe even being a part-time professor as well, as well as on the side, having my own podcast and continuing to reach out to others in a variety of different ways. So that's that's kind of what I see, generally speaking, in my life.
0: Oh, yes. Yes, I I see you definitely um, connecting to a broader audience and, you know, you have so much wisdom and just you and who you are, I mean, who wouldn't want to uh, connect with you, Joseph? And so speaking of that, what are ways uh, that if there's somebody who would like to connect with you or um, see about your services, what what are some ways um, to connect with you?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So I think the uh, the biggest way uh, someone could uh, connect with me would probably be on our our webpage. Um, so the main webpage um, for where I work at right now, the private practice, is called five one five, as in the numerical five one five, therapy and consulting com. So again, that's five one five therapy and um, And if you click on if you, if you enter that, uh, there will be uh, about us and our team. And if you click on that, you can find me in my, my bio, which is located on there. And uh, that's a little bit about me and, and my approach to therapy. Um, so that's one way of get a, getting a hold of me. Or if you just want to directly get a hold of me uh, through my email, um, that is joseph. At five one five therapycom dot com, and again that's j- Joseph at five one five therapycom dot com.
0: Wonderful, thank yeah. you, thank you so much for your time and for sharing you, and really, uh, just offering support and and guidance and and letting others know that. You know, you too are human and that you are here to we're we're here to walk each other home, really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. So,
0: wonderful, Joseph. And again, I apologize that my video wasn't on. This just was not working today. Uh, so we just went this way. So again, I appreciate you, Joseph, for for hanging in there with me. And yeah. uh Yeah, I I appreciate that. So thank you again, friends, for coming together, for taking time out for yourself and uh, putting your attention on your intention of ways to heal and to be open to new opportunities for expansion and growth. And until next time, be well, my friends. Goodbye. I so appreciate your time today as right here right now together we are forming a new stone soup of collective consciousness and your essence is needed to add to the amazing vibration we just experienced please remember that you can always review any of these podcasts and receive that same energy you experienced here because you are part of that of the energy of the connection that we are creating here. If you would like to reach out with any questions or want to know more information about my services, please visit my website at livingwithintention.co or follow me on Facebook or Instagram at livingwithintention.co. Also, you can download the free app of mindbodyspirit.fm. And listen anytime, anywhere via Spotify, Google, and Apple to have access to all my podcasts, as well as the other amazing speakers who are part of the mindbodyspirit.fm community. Be well, my friends, and keep shining your light and sharing your truth. And I look forward to connecting with you again soon.